Nazir Dafkid Zain, the last thing we're discussing, was a person who accepted upon himself Nazirut while he's in a cemetery already Tameh. Rabbi Yohanan explained that the Nazirut took place, and therefore, if let's say someone warned him, he would get Makot. Resh Lakish says the Nazirut doesn't take effect, and therefore he has to re-accept Nazirut when he leaves the cemetery. And Rabbi Yohanan asked a question from our Mishnah, and then Rish Lakish responded. Then he asked a question from a Braita, and Rish Lakish responded. And then Rabbi Yohanan borrowed a question from another Braita, and this time Rish Lakish couldn't respond. So the Gemara explains that we obviously did not understand Rish Lakish properly. And that's why we're going to start with a different understanding in the Mahlokit between Rabbi Yohanan and Rish Lakish. And with that, we're starting at Zainab Udalif. Six lines in, third word on the line, where it says, Amar Mor Baravashe. Mor Baravashe explains, Mechal kule alma lo Everyone will agree, Rabbi Yohanan Shlakish will agree that the Nezirut takes effect in the cemetery. Everyone will agree to that. Ela what's the mahlokit? Lemilke, whether he's going to get makot. If they warn him to leave the cemetery and he doesn't leave, does he get makot or not? That's one way Tosfot explains it. Another way to explain it is if he drinks wine, does he get makot? If he's drinking wine in the cemetery, does he get makot or not? Rabbi Yohanan Sabar, Kevan like Rabbi Yohanan held, it took effect and therefore he gets makot on the Tumah. Veresh Lakish Sabar, Shlakish held, Lo he does not get makot for the Tumah, but it still takes effect. The Pasuk is coming to say, not just he doesn't have to give a korbanot, but also even the makot, everything. So now the Gemara is going to ask all the questions we previously asked, but they're going to ask it based on what we now understand. So, Etiver Rabbi Yohanan Rish Lakish, Rabbi Yohanan asked Rish Lakish a question. We learned in the Mishnah, Mishen Nazar Vehu Bebetek Barot, a person uh, vowed to become a Nazir, Stam, 30 days, and he's in the cemetery. Even if he was there the entire time for 30 days, it does not count as part of the days of his Nazirut. He doesn't bring a korban tumah when he becomes Tahor. And we understand that korban tumah he doesn't bring a korban for the for being tumah but he does get makot. So the gemara explains bedin who udelit neresh lakish will tell you really technically it should say that eno loke that he does not get makot for the tumah. Ela the reason he didn't write it mishum mitna sefa because this, if he wanted to say the sefa yasav veniknas ole lomina minyanu mevi korban tumah. In the Sefer, it says if he walked out of the cemetery, came back in seven days later at the end of the Tum'ah days, then his Nezirut started, and it counts as part of the, the first day of Nezirut. And therefore, if he walks in, Umevi Korban Tum'ah, he'll bring the Korban Tum'ah when he finally becomes Tahor. Now, in this last part of the Beraita, it wasn't going to be talking about Makot, because the main point was about bringing Korbanot. But yes, technically, if he's bringing korban, then of course he'd be, be high of makot. So now, since the sefa is talking about korbanot, therefore Tana Resha enomevi korban tumah. Therefore, the resha said he, he doesn't bring a korban tumah and he didn't mention anything about makot. So since the sefa didn't mention anything about makot, resha also didn't mention anything about makot. That's the way Resh Lakish explains it. So the Gemara has another problem on Resh Lakish. Tashema, look at the Brayta. And ben Tameh Shenazar the Nazir Tahor There's no difference between a, someone who's Tameh who said he's a Nazir to a Nazir Tahor who became Tameh. There's no difference between them. Ela. The difference is Shetameh Shenazar, a person who's Tameh that became a Nazir. Shevi'i Shelo 
Day seven to when he finally becomes Tahor, he gets his paraduma and everything. That counts as day one. But if a person, a, a Nazir who was Tahor, and then all of a sudden he became Tameh, his seventh day, when he gets his paraduma, that doesn't count as day one. Now that's in regards to the korban. Ha, the makot, when it comes to makot, they both equal, they both get uh, makot. The same way if a Nazir Tahor became Tameh on purpose, he gets makot. Same thing, a Tameh who became a Nazir and they warned him and he's not listening, he should also get makot. Uh, so it's a problem on Esh Lakish who held that he, he, doesn't, he doesn't get Makot. Amale, so Esh Lakish will tell you, Lo, it's, no, you, you're, you, you're diuk in that bright house, totally wrong. It's letiglachadze vezeshavin. When we tell you that if the, 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 the only difference is, is that the seventh day counts as day one here, but not for him. Okay, but when the diuk is in regards to the haircut, not in regards to the, to the Makot. So the Gemara says, fine, but malkut mai. Okay, when, when it comes to makot, what's the halacharish lakish? Ze loke veze eno loke. This one gets makot. This one does not get makot. Then litniye. It should say it in the brayta. It's such a big chidush. It should say it in the brayta. So again, Rish Lakish would answer betakante kamayre bekilkule la kamayre. That Brayta was only talking about how he fixes himself. He brings his korban, he takes a haircut. But it wasn't talking about him messing up and being uh, and, and being hayav makot. And the Gemara asks another question. Tashema, look at our Brayta. It says, Mishaya tameh venazar. person was tameh, became a nazir. Asur legalech velishtot yain. He cannot shave his hair, drink wine. Ve'im gilach veshatay yain. And if he did shave his hair or drink wine, ve'nitmal metim or became tameh tametim, hareze sofeget arabaim. He gets the 40 lashes. And this goes exactly against Rish Lakish. And, it, and it's so blatant. What's Rish Lakish going to say? And the Gemara off. you're right. Tiufta, this would be a problem on Rish Lakish. Next. Now, there's a famous halacha that if a person walks into the Beit HaMikdash when he's Tameh, if he does it on purpose, he's Hayav Karet. And if he does it by mistake, he has to give a Korban Olev Yored, depending on the price. And if he walked in Tahor, but for some reason he became Tameh by, by honest, something out of control. If he was there long enough to bow down, then he'd be Hayav Karet. Anything less than that, he's not Hayav Karet. Now, where do we learn this from? It's Halakha Moshe Lemisinai. And we're going to ask the same questions in regard to a Nazir in a cemetery. Nazir Kvarot. A Nazir, he's in the cemetery. When he made the when he made the vow, ma, what's the halacha? malkut or Do we do we need this uh, amount of time to bow down like we have by the Beit Hamikdash or not? Is there a time limit or right away is hayav? So the Gemara asks, what, what are we talking about? If they told him, do not become a nazir when he was in the cemetery, then lama li shehiyah. Why does he need that time? Because look, a regular Nazir, let's say he's Tahor, and they told him don't enter the, uh, the cemetery, and he walked in. Why don't he? Why doesn't he need a certain amount of time to be in the cemetery? Because they come after a bit. They warned him, do not go in. He walked in, even if it was for just a second. He's Hayav Makot. Same thing over here. They warned him. So why does he need any shiur? Okay, you're here. That's it. We're going to hit you.
Ella, rather, Raba, this is the question he had. Let's say this uh, this uh, person, this Nazir, walked into a cemetery in a box, right? And his friend came and took off the cover of the box. And here, about a question. When we learn this concept of uh, waiting enough time to bow down is only in the Beit HaMikdash, but outside the Beit HaMikdash, there's no set time. Or maybe it doesn't make a difference whether it's the Beit HaMikdash or anyone else. The amount of time to wait for, for of doing an Avera is uh, just the amount of time it takes to bow down. Which one is it? And he ends off, Teko, he's not sure. So now, Ba'er Avashir, Avashir now has a question. Nazar v'hu bebet kvarot. If a person vow to become a Nazir while he's in the cemetery. Does he need to shave his, his hair or not? Usually, a uh, Nazir who became Tamas to shave everything and start all over again. Now, the question is, do we, The question is, do, do we say that you only have to shave your hair if you're a Tahor who became Tamas because you made your Nazirut Tamas? But a Tameh became a Nazir since he never started, therefore he doesn't have to shave. Or maybe it doesn't make a difference. So the Gemaras can try to bring a proof from Amishnah. So Tashema, Mishen Nazar Vehubet If a person vowed to become a Nazir for 30 days and he's in the cemetery of Yilu Hayasham Shloshim Yom, even though he's there for, in the cemetery for 30 days, and no Ole Lomina Minyan, it doesn't count part of his Nazirutes, Venome Vikorbantuma, and does not have to bring a Korbantuma. And the DUK is Korbantum Ahu de Lomaite doesn't have to bring a Korbantum Ah, Aval Galu but he has to shave. So you see that uh, he does have to shave. The Gemara says, no, it could be Matam Ka'amar. Could be the Mishnah is talking in a way of uh, what's the reason? Meaning, what's the reason he doesn't have to bring a korban Because he doesn't have to shave. So it could be just talking in a different way. So the Gemara tries a different answer. Tashema, we learned in Abreita. In ben There's no difference between a person who's tameh who became a nazir or a nazir tahor who became tameh. Ela tameh nazar, a tameh who became nazir His seventh day, when he finally becomes tahor, that counts as day one of his new nazirut. When nazir tahor shenitma, but a nazir tahor who became tameh. Day seven, when he becomes tower finally, does not count as day number one. Now, my love, isn't the yuk out of this that that when it comes to shaving, they're both equal, that the same way the Nazir that became Tameh shaves on day seven, same thing a Tameh who, uh, a tameh who became a Nazir also has to shave? Maybe that's not the diuk. Maybe a Makut. Maybe it's just telling you when it comes to makot, they're both equal, they both get makot. Maybe that's the hidush. Maybe it has nothing to do with haircuts. So the Gemara finally pushes. Okay, what would be the halakha in regards to shaving? If the halakha is that one of them will shave, one of them won't shave, then and say it. it's a big hidush. So the Gemara answers, no. We'll just talk in a way where we just mentioned the case of the seventh day accounts for this, not for that. And you should learn everything else from it also. But uh, there's no chidush over here. This is sort of the opposite of what we did on Yudzayin Amudalev. 
So now the Gemara is going to bring another Braitha to try to answer up our question. If a person was a Nazir, made himself a Nazir in the cemetery, does he need to shave on the seventh day or not? So Tashema, this is in regarding to a Nazir who became Tameh with Tzarat while he's a Nazir. Do these days of Tzarat, do they count towards his Nazirut or not? And when it comes to tzarat, there's two steps. There's the, the, when he when we're not sure is he tameh, is he not tameh? It's called hisger. And then when the kohen finalizes his tumah status, that's called uh, haluto. That means he's for sure a mitzvah muhlat. So tashema says in the brayta, only I understand that Nazir who's Tameh through a met, he touched a met, okay, those days don't count as part of his Nazirut. However, his days of him being a for sure Metzorah, how do I know that those days don't count part of his Nazirut either? And the Brayta explains, Vidinu, let's learn it from a Binyan Av sort of Limud. When he's a Nazir Tameh with touching a met, at the end, he shaves his head, brings a korban. Say the same thing with the Metzorah. When he finishes the, the Tzara'at, he has to shave his head, bring a korban, and you have to say, and the same thing with the Naziru became Tameh Met. Those days don't count as part of the Naziru Tez. So say the same thing with him being a Metzorah. Those days should not count as part of his Nazirut, but the Braita pushes back. No, you, you shouldn't learn that Binyanav uh, because you could always push back and say, Listen, when a Nazir is Tamehmed, he knocks out everything he did up until now. The Fikach and Olin Laminyan. That's why they should not count. Tomar bimechiluta. What about uh, during the the days where he's a Metzorah? She no mevatel takudmin. He doesn't knock out the nizirut that he did before. Lefichach olin lo minamina. It should count. But the, but the bright tapush is back. Amata. Let's learn it from a kalvachomer. Umana zir bekeber shesarora uilitiglat. If a person became a nazir while he's in the cemetery where he needs to take a haircut. And that shows that there's a Nezirut and in Olin Lomina Minyan, they don't count as part of the Nezirutes. While he's a Metzorah, he's not supposed to take a haircut for Nezirut, rather, he has to take a haircut before Salat so the Kohen could see everything. All the more so that they should not count as part of the days of Nezirut. Now, up until here is the Braita. So now the, the, the Gemara now steps in. My love, aren't we talking about Tiglah HaTum'ah, that the, the, the shaving of the hair that the Nazir has to do on the seventh day when he becomes Tahor before he restarts everything? And it sounds like that a Tameh who became a Nazir, in, like in the cemetery, that he has to shave his hair. But the Gemara pushes back a lot. I could say Tiglah maybe we're talking about the shaving of the hair that he has to do at the end when he when the Nazir becomes Tahor and maybe it has nothing to do with the Nazir who became the Tameh who became a Nazir. And Hachinami Mistabra, it makes sense to explain the bright like that. Because the Isal if you think we're talking about the shaving that he has to do at the end when he becomes Tahor. That's a problem because the days where he's uh, for sure Metzorah, he doesn't need to shave his hair when he's a Tameh. Of course he does. It's a, it's a deen from the Torah. 
Rather, you have to explain the Braita that we're talking about the shaving of the hair at the end of the Nazirut, that the same way that a Tameh who made himself a Nazir does not have to take a haircut. And you can't compare that to a Mitzvah who has to take a haircut before he could become Tahor. So what comes out is a Tameh who became a, a Nazir does not have to take a haircut, but a Nazir who became Mitzvah does have to take a haircut. The Gemara says, "Lo, that's not not the way to explain the Braita, because you could always say Tiglahat Dinzirut Katan. It could be we're talking about a Nazir who became Tameh. We're talking about that haircut, and we're not talking about the Tameh who became a Nazir. So we still don't have an answer. What are we supposed to do with the Tameh who became a Nazir? Does he have to shave or not? And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.